Hello and welcome to episode 248 of Nerd Girl Knits. I'm Katie, also known as Naughty Nerd. And I'm Chris, also known as Genetics, and it is October 7th. Yeah. Long time no see. <laughs> yeah. October kind of snuck up on us. More than kind of. But we've had a lot going on, so... There's a hurricane here. I'm teaching two brand new classes this semester that are online. Evening classes, yeah, they moved and then moved again. So, yeah. so stuff is still in boxes. Good news is they have a real sofa now. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm sitting on right now. It's from Ikea. I built it myself. It's very comfy. Along with your new Ikea bed. Yes. That took me three days to build. <laughs> uh, well, the first day that we were doing it, I don't think we started building the bed until like 8.30. And right. the first hour was going through all of the pieces that came out of the box, making sure we had everything. That's a lot of pieces. I didn't want to get halfway through and realize we were missing something. Right, I know. And then they got angry thumpings from the <laughs> floor below because they were hammering bits together and for didn't realize how late it was. Yeah, I didn't realize it was like 11.30, midnight. Whoops. So we got some of the bed frame put together the first night, and then the rest of it was the second day, including the drawers. And then I built the headboard by myself and stuck it to the wall, so... We have actually, like, made food in the apartment, though. I made chili the other night, and it was not chili the way Mom makes it. No. <laughs> it was more like a Southwestern-style chili. And I think maybe tonight I might make vegetable stew in the Instant Pot. Mm, that sounds good. The chili was also Instant Pot. You should try that bean soup recipe that I made last week. Which yeah, I should. is fantastic, like about day three or four, because the beans have had time to thicken everything up. Mm. So good. And I made cornbread this week, too, to go with it. Although I was mad at myself that I hadn't thought about it the, the night I made the soup, so I didn't have any the first night. Because <sighs> where I'm from, that's what you have with beans. So. Yeah. <laughs> So we've been busy unpacking everything, doing adult things like getting Wi-Fi. Yeah. I literally walked into Comcast and like walked up to the guy and like put my hand down on the table and was like, "I'm here to pick up a modem." And he was like, "Oh, did you like schedule an appointment?" And I was like, "Oh, no, I I need to I need to do the whole thing." <laughs> like, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Felt like a total dad. <laughs> <laughs> Missed a step. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was fine that I, I, I walked in and did it that day, and then they gave me the package, so I had to, like, set up Wi-Fi by myself, too. But that was actually easier than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's not too bad. Although like, we did get two phone calls that day. First, what internet speed do I need? And then, what's a good Wi-Fi password? So, things that they don't tell you about adulting. 
what's a good speed for two people? Yeah. Anyway. That aren't heavy gamers. Yeah. People that just like being able to watch Netflix without having to buffer for 12 years. <laughs> yeah, that. So what are you working on? Socks. Oh, you mean this thing that I, I unpacked literally five minutes before I called you so I would have something to work on because I haven't touched knitting in, like, a month? Mm, yeah, that what? thing. I haven't knit since uh, August. If it weren't for my knitting group at work, I wouldn't have any knitting either. Yeah, so I'm working on my woodland walk socks. That I'm doing two at a time, and yeah, I only done a few rows on them because I literally picked them back up, you know, right before I called. But I'm almost to the end of a row. These rows are getting longer. progressively longer. <laughs> and I started the row when when she called, so. Yeah, that's the thing about color affection. The rows don't end. Yeah, and I have a conference coming up in a couple of weeks, and I don't even know that I'm going to have time to knit on the plane because there's so many other things that I, I need to actually work on. Where are you going? San Diego. For ASHD. Without me? Again? Yeah. Ugh. You don't live here. <laughs> no. And that would be a very expensive flight. Yeah. From, from this coast up here to down there. Well, I wouldn't fly up to Massachusetts to go to San Diego. That's just... No, I'm work. saying if we just flew me <laughs> to San Diego, it would be expensive. Yep. So yeah, it'll be my second time to San Diego. Last time I was there was for a different conference for my husband. And it was... 12 years ago, maybe? Hello, kitty. <laughs> it's like you're knitting. You must need a cat in your lap. <laughs> All I can see is his foot. <laughs> He's grooming himself. Ah. That's, That's what he does. He lays in your lap to take a bath. Tree. <laughs> yep, to wash his butt, actually. <laughs> So. Oh, that's so pretty. Yeah. It's turning out really nice. It's just really slow. I was telling Katie, I, I might have two finished projects by the end of this year because my knitting time has gone to basically zero, especially this semester. Yeah, who knows how much knitting time I'll actually get this month. Yeah. Maybe you can knit when you're babysitting the shop for a day. Maybe. You should take it's knitting. Because <laughs> that'll be one day when you could actually knit at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I know my boss wouldn't mind. Yeah. Because I'm best friends with my boss. So, speaking of October in Salem, because we've got no foes. Yeah. See, too busy to knit. Yeah. See, see two moves in two months. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I, when I was at the in-between place, I didn't want to, like, unpack any of my knitting. Yeah. 
I was like, I'm going to have to pack it back up in a couple of weeks anyway. Right. You don't want to get stuff all spread out. But yeah, so it's officially the crazy season. <laughs> and Or as they call I it elsewhere, moved. October. Because I just moved and I haven't I haven't had time to like mentally prepare, so I, I was not ready. It started early. N- normally as busy as it was last weekend, well yesterday, is as busy as it is like the second weekend in October. Mm-hmm. So it just, it keeps getting busy earlier and earlier. So for those of you that don't know much about Salem, Massachusetts, October it's is like prime, it's like prime tourist time up there. Yep. Like Halloween capital of the world, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, so all of the witch shops do all the crazy decorations. We have... A huge, I think it was like a million people came through Salem last year. Holy cow. Through the whole month. Right. But. That's a lot of people. Because what's the population typically? In Salem? Yeah, like non-tourist season. Because Salem's not very big. Oh, I was just talking with Alice about this. Let me Google it real quick. Because we are... We are a college town, so there was already the influx of all the college kids coming back in September. Yeah. Uh, so this was, no. That was eight years ago. I'm not going to use that one. <laughs> Two years ago, the population was 43,132. Yeah, so it's smaller than Lawrence, even. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if they, like, when they did the census, I don't know. If, if they c- included students it. or not, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. Speaking of October in Salem, if you're a fan of the Lore podcast by Aaron Mankey, <laughs> he has started a new podcast called Unobscured that is looking at different historical events. And interviewing historians and trying to find out what actually happened. And the whole first season is all about the Salem Witch Trials. And the first episode came out, I think, this last week. So, well, you should check that out. Well, she also lives in the area. Yeah, and, and because it's October, Lore is also publishing an episode every week. Because mm. they do that every October. Because Lore is folklore, but kind of creepy folklore stuff and not all about the northeast there's lots of different places but so that is out too so because we haven't talked in a while i have a ton of geekery (laughs) um so I've been watching the new season of Poldark, which started on PBS last Sunday. But if you have PBS Passport, you can watch the whole thing all at once. So I'm up through episode six now. And it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. And what else? Uh, books that I've listened to in the last couple of months. Audible started this thing where if you're a member, they do these Audible original recordings that you get to pick two every month and one of the ones that I got 
last month was Jane Austen's Emma. Red, it was a full cast production, but Emma Thompson is the narrator, and it was fabulous. It was so good. I love Emma Thompson. Yeah. So if, if you like Jane Austen, that's a really good version of that story. And I read the new... <laughs> He's chewing on his fingernails. Uh, what's her pseudonym? For those stories, I have to check. Yeah, Robert Galbraith novel, the new Cormoran Strike kind of crime mystery novels. It's J.K. Rowling's series that she started a few years ago. It was also really good. I blew through it, I think, in like a week. And because I was listening to the audiobook, I really have no idea how long the actual book is, but I think it's over 600 pages. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was, it was an excellent read. Uh, I also read a nonfiction book called Get Well Soon, which is kind of a snarky take on the world's worst plagues. So it's funny, even though you wouldn't think things like cholera would be funny, but she does a good job. Uh, she also has another book that I want to read called It Ended Badly, which is about the world's worst breakups like throughout history. So that's on my to-be-read list. And I started this week because it's the 200th anniversary of Frankenstein. Or is that Mary Shelley's 200th birthday? I can't remember now. But I started listening to Frankenstein, and Audible has a version that's read by Dan Stevens, who, for Downton Abbey fans, is Matthew from Downton Abbey. He was also in the live-action version of Beauty and the Beast. He does a fantastic job reading this book. Which, if you've never read it before, is absolutely nothing like any Frankenstein movie you've ever seen. The closest one is the one that has Helena Bottom Carter in it. It came out in, like, the 90s. Which I don't know if I've seen that one. I have that one. I probably have seen it, but I don't remember... It's very good. That's the closest one. I think maybe Kenneth Branagh's in it, too. He might be, yeah. <laughs> but in my head, as, as these different scenes are playing out, the movie version that I that my brain is playing is Young Frankenstein. Well, that's the best one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but in no way is supposed to be, you know, an accurate representation of the story. Yeah. So... But if you want a good fall, creepy but not scary listen, that's a good one. And then I also, I had signed up for this, I think back in June, kind of as a birthday present to myself. There's a company called SipsBuy that will ship you, it's a subscription service, and they'll ship you four different teas from different uh, companies around the country. And you do a, a quiz, basically, to, so they can figure out your preferences and find out what kind of teas they think you might like, and then they send you this random sample. So I got my most recent box yesterday, and they also, because you can say whether you want tea bags or loose leaf or a mix of both, but every box comes with reusable muslin tea bags, which is nice. So these will be good for when I have to travel and want to take my own tea. Mm. So I got some Harney and Sons chamomile. Mm. 
Yeah, and these are tea bags. I'll be taking this with me. And I had another Harney and Sons last month or the month before that was also really good. But I can't remember now what it was. And I got... It's called Viking Moxie <laughs> by Mox Tea. And it has a bunch of things in it that I'm not sure what they are, but it also has it has Icelandic moss, green and black tea leaves, rose petals, cinnamon, and cloves, hmm. and ginkgo. That's ancient, a lot of things. Ancient Viking herbs, like rhodiola. It says lower stress and increased mental stamina. So I haven't tried this yet, but I got. This is the, yeah, this is an organic Chinese white tea, and this will be enough for like, I don't know, 10 cups probably. And then this one is a jasmine green tea, but do you see the name of the company? Can you read that? No. It's Asheville Tea Company. Oh. <laughs> so it's from North Carolina, which is really cool. So, if you like tea, this is a good way to try new stuff. And then finally, I signed up for an outreach program this year called Letters to a Pre-Scientist, where you get matched with a kid in middle school who might have an interest in science, but doesn't really know a lot about it. And I got my first letter this week. Yeah, he's a fifth grader at a school in Euclid, Ohio, who likes computer science, he says. His favorite things to do in his free time are watch videos, make crafts, and watch TV. So I'm going to be asking him what kind of crafts he makes. <laughs> uh, and he likes pizza and electronics and toys and games and dislikes avocado, tomatoes, and bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's too bad because I make really great guacamole yeah it's like two of the things for guacamole right yeah <laughs> so I have homework this week to write a letter back but you get matched with a student for an entire year so we'll be communicating back and forth I think one letter a quarter maybe and I need to go by the bookstore and pick up you know like pencil and uh, postcard and I want to find some brochures for the school where I work to send them to because I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, you got anything else? I don't think so. <laughs> My whole life is in shambles around me. <laughs> it's not shambles, it's boxes. <laughs> and shambles. <laughs> So what does the shamble look like? It looks like a bunch of crap on the floor that's not in the box. Ah. I guess that's the hazard of moving locally. You don't actually properly pack anything. Yeah. Well, moving locally and also using a bunch of boxes that you got from the coffee shop that you work at. Because that's where I got all the boxes for everything. I was like, mm, these are free. My records are in boxes that we use for frozen fruit. <laughs>
But the, the fruit comes in bags, so it's not like I put my records on top of mango mush or anything. Oh, yeah, that's good. And I, like, used solo cup boxes and coffee boxes. Boxes that we use when we get lettuce, like. <laughs> so it's not just a coffee shop, because a lot of those no. things are not used to make coffee. <laughs> You know, we, we do coffees and teas and Italian sodas and sandwiches and salads and smoothies and fresh fruit juices. I think that's it. All the good stuff. Yeah, pretty much. All right, you got anything else? I don't think I have anything else to add. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and sign off because I have a ton of grading to do still, even though I spent three hours grading yesterday. And I have to eat before I go to the coffee shop and work for five hours in the crazy. Yeah. All right. So enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will see you all next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.